understanding a woman and her sexuality. That same woman that you stood up in front of the minister and said, I do, I will, for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, for sickness and in health until death do you part. That woman, understanding in all you're getting, get what? Understanding. Get some understanding. Welcome to Making Love Better. I am Marvin Stevenson, here with Dr. Lila Stevenson, which happens to be my lovely wife. She is a certified sex therapist and a licensed professional counselor who specializes in helping couples and individuals have better relationships, better marriages, and better sex. So, when we talk about understanding a lady's sexuality, we have to go to, uh, we have to lay down some foundational stuff. Am I correct? For sure. And um, some of that foundational stuff is, how do you feel about yourself? How confident are you about yourself? Am I correct? Yeah, which is, you know, basically what the sexuality is. A sexuality is actually uh, one a person. In this case, we're speaking of Ladies, women, girls, however you want to language that, um, their ability to recognize, first of all, that they are sexual creatures, right? They're sexual beings. um, And that they have the capacity, very simply put, to um, have sexual feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, We also understand that this is a matter of how a woman thinks about sex, how she feels about herself as a sexual being, something I just referenced, and how she projects those thoughts feelings and ideals um, on others, and most importantly, too, um, just as important, I should say, how she interacts with others based on her self-perceptions. And I know I know you've heard me say this in um, some of our other teaching and maybe in some, even some of our other podcasts, the way the world has objectified the woman's body as being a object or just an object for sexual pleasure. It could be pretty complex or it could be um, pretty hard to embrace something that has been tainted like that. Well, tainted in the sense of the way that she feels about or the way that she perceives herself for sure because um, there are so many different spheres in which a person get their beliefs about um, themselves sexually. And for sure, um, there's many different media outlets. There's um, peer groups. There's the person's parents, their initial caregivers. And even sometimes, you know, a woman being in a romantic relationship, all of those things will influence how she thinks about her sexuality. But the best source that she can go to in order to get the truth about um, her sexuality is what? It's the Bible. The it's Bible. the Word of God. It's the Word of God. And it may seem foreign to some, but it may also seem very distant for others to think the Word of God can help a woman to understand her sexual being. And the answer to that is absolutely. Absolutely. Even if we was to go back to the earlier um, stage of a little girl, once she get a, I'm not going to name the doll, but once she gets that doll and she see how um, 
that jaw that doll is shaped and how um the doll body is then that's early on perception of how they want or they may want their body to be for sure you know imprinting takes place in many different forms um certainly um in a sense of visually, yeah, very strong places where imprinting can take place, meaning that a child can, you know, begin to receive these messages even through that of toys. And especially if they don't see, um, if they don't get messages by way of, say, toys or objects, if you will, that may look like them or reflect them, they may begin to reject themselves. Um, self-rejection is huge by way of body image that mm-hmm. sometimes little girls walk away with the perception of the thought, well, I'm not beautiful. Uh, I'm not attractive because they don't have a point of reference, so to speak, um, that's coming through strong media forces that will emulate to girls um, the ideal that you are beautiful just the way that you are. So the earlier... A, a a female can erase those images about that uh, perfectly shaped doll or whatever, the better. Well, yes, but even more so, the earlier that we can interject the correct messages into a child's mind as it relates to how they are fearfully and wonderfully made. God was very intentional about the way that he designed them and that their design, regardless of what shape, form, fashion, hue, i.e. color it's in, it was God intentionally designed you as such and he designed you out of perfection. So that is to be embraced. Um, Certainly, again, not suggesting that we don't, there's not room for us to um, enhance, if you will, in some sort of way, because we do use makeup and all sorts of things. I'm not suggesting anything that is wrong of in itself, but I am suggesting that in our message primarily, it should be that you are beautiful, you're accepted, and you are loved just the way that you are. And that God had a very specific plan for your sexuality. And that plan is... Um, that one that includes God's desire to reveal himself yes um, through your sexuality and it also includes his bigger purpose you think about the fact that God used Mary's sexuality in order for mankind to be redeemed and you say well that seems like very for a stretch overreaching is not. It was through Mary's body that God allowed Jesus, mm-hmm. our Lord and Savior, to be incubated in. Um, so realizing that she has had a womb, realizing that God used her physical anatomy, the makeup of it is, to incubate the Lord Jesus Christ. And also it was her body that, uh, that also nurtured him. Uh, by way of her breast, by way of that of a motherly nature, that God used the used the essence of who she was in order for His perfect plan to be accomplished in mankind. And so it is too with as you think about a woman, her sexuality, and her sexual relationship with her husband. So, uh, I, with that being said, I, I want to jump over to your book, affirming the Father's gift. Reclaiming your sexuality. Affirming means 
uh, you just got uh, emotional support or emotional uh, encouragement. So, what? Tell the audience more about how did you come up with that title on that book? Well, so in, in a way, as which we were discussing now, that imprinting about a woman, her sexuality usually um, starts very early on in life instead of a little girl. We're constantly receiving various messages, and these messages are suggesting inadvertently that there's something wrong with you as a little girl. There's something wrong with you as a woman. If you're not doing this, if you don't have this product, if you don't have this type of hair texture, if you don't have this type of skin, the messages sometimes are subliminal that you need to be fixing there's something wrong with you. And sometimes it's also translated in a way that we interact with people in our relationships. Sometimes early on in a person's life, they hear um, sometimes little remarks and phrases from loved ones Mm. um, who oftentimes just don't know. It's not intentional. And a lot of it is done out of ignorance. Out of ignorance. May suggest that, oh, you know, your boobs are so big. Oh, you need your butt is so small. Just things that will cause a little girl to begin to be self-conscious, and sometimes begin to think negative about her body, which is a form of self-rejection. But also affirming the Father's gift, reclaiming your sexuality, is also based on the premises that um, there's a huge population of women who have been wounded sexually. And that translates into, again, another form of self-rejection, sometimes self-hatred. So the work to be done is going back to um, the master the creator, which is our Heavenly Fathers, to examine what he had in mind, what he says about us being sexual creatures, and grabbing hold of those truths in a way that uh, is able to be um, captured and in a way, too, that we're able to, that was able to communicate it in a form that women are able to repeat and to affirm what the Father had in mind by Stating these things to their soul. I'm looking at your book here, and uh, affirming thee is in cursive, but you got the big, bold, printed leather, the Father's gift. Explain us what when you what was going through your head when you said when you was uh, referring to the Father's gift. But the Father's gift means our Heavenly Father. Our sexuality is indeed a gift from our Heavenly Father. There you go. Uh, And it should be received and embraced as a gift because here, too, part of the struggle that we see that has been um, transferred from generation to generation is a rejection of our sexuality. And again, that sometimes is because of the messages we have received. And sometimes it's because of the direct uh, work of the enemy, the powers of darkness, because the enemy recognized that God was very instrumental in creating a woman with a womb. For the very scripture tells us that, you know, that God was going to use the seed of the woman to bruise the head of the enemy. So we realized that, again, our sexuality is a gift. It wasn't happenstance. God was very intentional about it. Um, And um, throughout Scripture, we see where Scripture speaks of a woman's sexual anatomy, metaphorically, several different ways. So that's something for us to embrace. Let me put a pin right. Let me let the audience know that. This is going to be a series. Yes. <laughs> There's no way we're going to be able to get through all of this tonight, but we do hope that you stay tuned for the continuations. 
Yes. So um, with that in mind, um, you know, the way that a woman thinks about her sexuality is going to not only impact how she thinks about herself, mm-hmm. but it's going to impact how she uh, interacts with others. Yeah. It's going to impact how she interacts with her spouse. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's going to impact the message that she transfer if she has children over to her children, be it sons or daughters. Yes. So the work to be done is if you, if there are negative, if there's a negative self-perception about your sexuality, as it was in my case, I had to go through a process of healing mm-hmm. and, and begin to explore what God had in mind because the only thing that can heal us and set us free is truth. True. And even though um, it may be kept silent mm-hmm. or, some, or something may never be said about it, mm-hmm. it have a tendency to come out in the home. Yes, it will come out in the home and, and come out of a person itself. It will seek through because the way that we manage our sexuality, the way that uh, we steward our sexuality, wow, it has a huge impact mm-hmm. on um, what we think about ourselves, how we value ourselves, how we perceive our self-worth. Um, and I know we have to go, but a couple of things I did just want to highlight as it relates to some very distinct things about um, a woman in her sexuality. You want you, you want to give them some homework to do the next time? No, no homework. Okay, okay no homework. All right. Just some things to think about as it relates to more specifically um, in the realm of that of making love. Um, as a woman, you know, looks to be intimate with her spouse and just the ideal of um, how does that play itself out. Um, women... You know that's a whole nother section, right? Well, we're just going to give some okay. more high bonus points. So a woman, um, you know, in, in sexually speaking, she's not one that typically takes risk and she's not as bold sometimes and adventurous um, by nature as it relates to the sexual relationship. Typically, yeah. Um, and one of the things that we talked about a lot in workshops is that sometimes a woman, um, she can multitask, you know, in that, you know, being sexual with her spouse, it may take her up to 10 minutes before she's there emotionally, psychologically, mm-hmm. because of the number of tabs that's open. Um, whereas for men, it's not so. And then a couple more things that I find that are interesting, um, a woman... Um, she uses her sexuality in a way to is a pathway to connecting emotionally with her husband, mm-hmm. uh, whereas with a man in his sexuality is more so about that of connecting physically. And then the last thing I highlight too is a woman' feelings about her sexuality in most cases is directly linked to how she feels about her body, mm-hmm. her body image. Yes. You know, if she's confident with her body image, it'll be translated as it relates to how she feels about sex in most cases. Most definitely. Um, and also one other thing about, you know, body image in that sometimes women see themselves very harshly and, and are very judgmental. And it's something that we have to be gracious with ourselves about it because this is the thing that, you know, 
regardless of shape, form, or fashion, the ideal is to embrace who you are. And the more that you're able to embrace who you are, you're able to emulate that in your relationship with your spouse. And the more attractive your husband is to mm-hmm. you. So ladies, believe it when your mate says, you know, he loves you and he's attracted to you. Embrace it and to accept it. Mm-hmm. And not sarcasm. And not be sarcastic. So the homework would be, as you suggest, you know what, here's one exercise. Begin to look at yourself in the mirror. Um, be it with clothes on and at times with no clothes on and repeat to yourself that I am fearfully and I am wonderfully made mm. begin to get more familiar with your body and, 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 and begin to also think about the thoughts that just show up automatically and if those thoughts are negative in nature and tone I want to encourage you to replace those thoughts with words of affirmation mm. and reminding yourself that you're beautiful and you are loved and you're part of God's perfect plan and design for mankind and, most importantly, the kingdom. I cannot believe our time just went that fast. Yes, that fast. <laughs> and that was a mouthful. It was. <laughs> and we said we were going to try to do shorter podcasts, but we didn't do such a good job this time. So we're going to try next time, but um, we're not going to say goodbye. We're just going to hit the pause button. And see you later. Okay. Episode of Making Love Better has been a blessing. Go ahead, subscribe, rate, and review. Join us in our efforts of making marriages better and better by sharing this podcast with your family and friends. And remember to visit us on our website at wholesomeintimacy.com.